whenever you get into a new situation you've been given a clear slate a clean slate you can draw whatever you want on it you can be whoever you want so the idea is that take every opportunity to create the life that you want use every opportunity to to draw a new you uh so for the next podcast we have asked a doctor from the habit coach a uh, famously known as uh, the habit coach for many people his uh, his podcast on spotify is been uh, i can say ranking in the top and i have been listening to him in the last uh, four months and i can say that i had a major 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 impact uh, firstly because they are short so you don't need to worry that you will be able to finish the whole podcast if it's like it's like 10 minutes or less than 10 minutes second uh, they are totally value packed uh so every podcast every episode uh, that you go on you will definitely get some value and simple basic actionable habits that you can take in uh, and make your life much more easy i i'll not say easy but much more wonderful so thanks for having uh, uh having it on the podcast ashim happy to thank you my pleasure you can you can say makes life more awesome right that's the yeah. whole idea awesome life start with awesome habits right it makes life more awesome and i'd say that i've been following like two of my favorite habits have been the team meditation and the box breathing thing which i've been like following but yeah they are work for you would be coffee meditation yeah but i then again i say that uh, i even have tea so uh, i'd say <laughs> that tea meditations work great coffee has been like totally different passion and the whole different journey but yeah i can uh, see you got a grinder and an aeropress behind you Yeah, grinder, aeropress, the pour over that that that's the pour over cup. So it's a pour. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. nice. So I keep like everything near to me. Yeah, uh, it's fun. So uh, Ashin, I heard a lot of your podcast. Uh, one thing that I know for sure that you are very consistent. You upload it every day. Uh, so is uh, has there happened any time where you uh have not thought like what would be my next podcast be or like many people say like creative blog. So what do you do there? Do then? So it's not a creative block because what I've done is I've converted the making a podcast into a system. Mm-hmm. So I have um, I realized that very quickly I had to become very very structured about this, otherwise I won't be able to stick to my deadlines. Right? Mm-hmm. Coming up with a new idea every single day for a year is quite a lot. Right? right? We are five times a week. We are not um, seven days a week. Five times a week. Mm-hmm. but the whole idea is that how do you create that into a system so that you don't ever miss out on it and the thing is to remove the what what we typically call the creativity part of it which is where idea aega dynalsi right you know we keep waiting for inspiration to strike instead of waiting for inspiration to strike you can actually use logic to create your own uh, format so what i do is i have an excel sheet which has over 500 ideas so anytime i'm listening to something and i get an idea from it i put it down there and then i play around with it and discover how can work that into a podcast so as a result luckily so far we've not had a creative block i think we missed one episode till now in over two and a half years which was because the uh, the team wanted to have a holiday i think it was christmas and something like that so it was so as a result one one episode got missed out but otherwise we never missed an episode nice that's good and how prior uh, do you record this like is it do you have a bank that you keep on uploading it or it's so so when we used to record in a studio we used to have a bank of about at least four episodes mm-hmm. now because we don't have a studio i i record uh, two days before it goes upload 
it gets uploaded so monday's episode was recorded today oh nice which that's is saturday hmm. mm-hmm. that's good uh it's great uh, so one of the podcasts that i listened recently was about success artifacts where uh, we a lot of people we attribute success to uh, things for example let's say money and this things come from money uh, but don't you believe that money is important in current uh, day and age no what money can do for you is important money itself is nothing right money okay. itself is a concept that we've created you no know, take out the money in your pa- bank uh, take out the money in your wallet and see what it is it's paper right with right. printed stuff on it money itself doesn't mean anything what money can do for you is what it matters mm-hmm. right you might be stuck in a situation where uh, the entire country is burning down and money is no longer useful right what are you going right. to do then you know like for example you see in all these movies that have this uh, yeah. dystopian future where you have no clue what's happening in the future and everything's been taken over what's money going to be useful there so the point is what can money do for you and what is it that you desire from that money so okay. uh, a thousand bucks can be used to buy a course that you can learn from and then you can earn 20000 rupees after that after doing that course or the thousand bucks can be used to buy a wallet where you don't have any money to put back into it right so right. it depends on what you use that money for not money itself okay that's uh, i i like this uh, correlation where you said and even in the podcast i said uh, even in the uh, podcast that i listened i was sure that i heard where you first decide your goals what are your goals and correspondingly to that you uh, define your own success okay Uh, what success means to you correct right definitely uh but like for example uh, let's take one of the examples which i can relate to uh, coffee so coffee is my passion i want more and more people to experience good coffee uh, but for that i'll definitely need some equipments the basic equipments which might cost money now for example i cannot directly start with uh, going and getting good coffee apart from getting the kind of equipments so somewhere around the line or like even for a professional who's doing a job or somewhere in his life he might like to serve people example teachers they like serving uh, uh, giving knowledge but if they are not paid well will that motivation be there throughout of doing the same job again and again so so i think we're mixing up multiple things in this conversation see mm-hmm. um if there is a teacher who's passionate about her job right of course that is what she'll be sticking to because also there's a lot of training that went into getting that job right right, right? switching jobs is very hard that's mm-hmm. why i keep telling people see the whole idea is that we've got the concept of money backwards in multiple levels you know right. we rely on one salary to take care of our entire functioning of our life right. where you should at least minimum have three mm-hmm. four sources of income you should be at least looking at different ways of getting money in because what is the point of having one way like we learned if mm-hmm. learned nothing during this whole corona thing is that the, your one source of income is going to be very very vulnerable all mm-hmm. everyone who had one source of income and lost their job very vulnerable mm-hmm. you have to have multiple sources so yes money can be a motivator but mm-hmm. the idea is that money is not the end of your you know when we cool. when yeah, yeah. only money becomes our motivator that is when we have an issue right 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 passion projects are called passion projects they're not called mm-hmm. money projects right? right you have to get passion into it mm-hmm. and i think many people get that 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 mixed up right, so right. i was thinking about something when you were talking you know like how my my dad taught me about money or mm-hmm. value see mm-hmm. there's a big difference between money and value back there when when i was in school 
uh, one vada pav cost two rupees. And my dad used to say that uh, if I give you four rupees, you can get two vada pavs. And I used to like vada pavs in school. Mm-hmm. And um, and he said, "What is the joy that you get out of having two vada pounds?" I said, "Okay, I understand the amount of joy I get from two vada pounds." Mm-hmm. Now he said, "Any time you want to buy anything, just multiply four into whatever and see is it the same amount of joy coming from that, or do you still prefer the vada pound? If you still prefer the vada pound, don't buy that thing." Mm-hmm. So you understand value and not money in terms of numbers, right? And this is good. Like this correlation is good. The stories uh, are good. this uh yeah it's good i i'm just thinking of like i'll give you an example for many coffee lovers the grinders the most important thing because they believe that if you don't grind your coffee properly you're yeah. not going to get the kind right kind of uh, mm-hmm. uh texture for whatever aeropress or your your pour over or any of the other formats right right so mm-hmm. now for you the value of a grinder is very high Right. the same amount of money that you put inside but mm-hmm. you ask somebody who is not into coffee that much they'd much rather put that money into an aeropress they got a grinder kon karega right the value associations are different With, and i'm saying that right. figure out where you feel success lies for you you feel success lies with a grinder somebody else feel success lies with a mocha pot for example mm. right definitely i do agree with you and it makes a lot of sense uh, i just correlated this with a travel experience which which i was having uh, where we can have the same amount of travel for 10 times the amount or else you can stay in hostels and enjoy the same like what what was i going there i i going to that place for was it experience or was it luxury or was it like just to uh, go in like instagramable uh, hotels so yeah but again like my value was to meet new people and the interesting most people that i could meet were in the hostels so i could i should take that apart from any other thing uh, makes a lot of sense uh you have been a bit big 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 advocate of habits and like forming habits uh so uh, could you like run through your day and like what are your repeatable habits that you don't miss every single day so my day starts off by um getting my gratitude in gratitude practice mm-hmm. followed by my meditation followed by my coffee so these three things are uh, intertwined with each other mm-hmm. post coffee i go and sit on my jhula and i spend about 2 hours writing the book that i'm currently writing hmm. so i'm i'm writing a book on habits so hmm. it takes about 2 hours every morning i sit and do that after which i get up walk around uh either make my second cup of either coffee or a uh yerba mate tea and then i'm saying all this because i know that you'll understand the various yeah. teas and all of that um and then i go back and sit down and write a podcast hmm. so typically the first half of my day is all this kind of creative work mm-hmm. then post lunch the and in between at uh, between 10:30 to 11 i'll either finish my workout or i'll go for a walk so this is One all before 10:30 11 oh yeah yeah oh, okay this is all way way before so i so before the lockdown i used to finish all my work by about 12 nice so mm-hmm. because i used to wake up at 5 and i used to finish all my work that was there um i used to enjoy meeting people and interesting people so the rest of the day was for meeting people and meeting mm-hmm. friends and basically growing from that point of view but work wise right. everything is to finish by 12 o'clock because i feel that's my most productive time mm-hmm. then after that um second half is f- filled with meeting so for example our podcast is happening now in the afternoon mm-hmm. um i just finished another client call and i have another client call in half an hour so all of that will finish now and then yeah. um 
and if i was in bombay what i would do was i would go for another walk post dinner where i would listen yeah. to my audiobook at night oh nice That's because i realized post dinner the biggest issue is that we all just sit down in front of the tv and vegetate so instead of that right. get out get your butt moving you can still be entertained by listening to an audiobook or a good podcast hmm yeah i do agree with you uh this is good so uh, the, uh like many people say that waking up early is the most productive thing even i read the book uh, the 5am club where robin sharma says that if you wake up uh, early you would be doing great things uh does that mean that people who uh, are night owls they they are no, not more productive or like many successful no, no, no. people many people early. get this whole waking up early thing thing mm. wrong right it is not many successful people many successful pick up people late also it is all dependent on what your uh, composition is um right. some people prefer working at night because that's when they feel the freshest and the most mm-hmm. alive some people right. prefer working in the morning because that is when they feel the most freshest and alive mm-hmm. the thing the interesting thing is that most about 60% of the human population cannot do the 5am waking up right biologically mm-hmm. which is why all our days start off around 7 Right. The trick is: Can you make seven to six thirty? At least get half an hour. Can you make six thirty okay. to six o'clock? At least get mm-hmm. that one hour more than anybody else's. Mm-hmm. There are a few people who thrive waking up at four o'clock, and there are a few people who thrive sleeping at four o'clock. You have to figure out which camp you fall into. But there is okay. no such thing. You have to find the important thing is only that you have to find about four hours to yourself when okay. you can do or work uninterrupted. Yeah, that's good. and uh, because i i i am usually most like more creative and uh, more uh, going in the night but i read this book i follow many people and then i started working, waking up early but i was feeling exhausted but the goal to waking up early is not like uh, if you sleep early i think you can definitely wake up early so the days when i sleep at 10 my body automatically wakes up at 5 uh, is the same with every habit like if you keep doing it consistently over the period of time small 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 changes not big changes uh will you be able to master it and usually people say 21 days 66 days is there any timeline where you say that you'll i'll, I'll take this much amount of time to master it or there's no timeline so there's no, no timeline for for mastering a habit mm-hmm. okay and, and and there's no such thing as mastering a habit so the problem is that we are right now living in a world that is so uh, jaldi 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 i want everything done fast i want everything done fast mm-hmm. we are impatient which is right. why we think 21 days what is the least amount of time i need to make a habit right but mm-hmm. why do you want to wait for the least amount of time um the thing is that you should be growing with your habit that means mm-hmm. that if your habit stays the same you stagnate so your habit should never be the same so like for example when you exercise you started off at a mm-hmm. lower rate when you continue doing the low rate you just hang around there only you won't develop any further mm-hmm. you have to make the habit tougher and grow along with it so similarly with your habit you have to start making your habit grow along with you so for example if you want to start reading a book mm-hmm. your habit might be just to finish one page every day right then when that becomes easy finish two pages and then that becomes easy finish four pages when that becomes easy finish so that way you slowly start growing your habit Right. but you realize that it's still a habit but you've never completed it it is never that you mastered right. it it mm. is you're growing with it yeah so the way to think about habits is for the rest of your life mm-hmm. don't think habits 21 days 30 days 60 days okay that is my way of looking at habits yeah. the scientific answer to this is that they found it takes about 3 months or close to about 90 days to get mm. into a rhythm and a routine however 
most of us don't do anything for 19 days mm-hmm. in a go so as a result you have to not look at the 90 days figure but just mm-hmm. think about how long can you continue doing it make sure that you track your habits so like we have an app called awesome 180 which yeah. helps you track your habits along the way so start doing that and you'll see a big big change don't worry about 21 days that's a that's i think is a useless way of looking at it yeah makes a lot of sense uh, could you tell more about your app because this sounds interesting and uh, tracking basically means you any habit that you could be doing you just feed your habit and uh, you mark the days that you do it right so the the app has multiple features so the app has the there's a learning component in it so it has the podcast it has the blogs it has the videos so you can learn about which habits to inculcate mm-hmm. it has a place where you can track your habits so it tells you uh, day 1 day 2 day 3 day 4 monday tuesday wednesday thursday did you do it mm-hmm. you keep tick marking on the days that you did it right but the more important thing is that it can you can add an accountability partner Oh, nice. An accountability partner means a friend who can tell you, "Did you do this? Did you not do this? Did you do this?" So for yeah, each yeah. habit, you can you can put a different accountability partner, hmm. and when you do that, they'll get a notification when you do it or when you don't do it. And hmm. as a result, they can follow up. They can send you an angry face. They can send you a frowny face. Ah, this is good. And actually, start uh, you know. This is the making I, sure that you end up doing it. Huh? Yeah, I think the last part is the most innovative and the most exciting part because I would not like to. Uh, i would not feel that my uh, friends know that i i would like not done it and uh, even after committing it so this is uh, absolutely yeah you talked about impatience okay and here uh, there's something uh, which has happened in maybe in pandemic or before pandemic something known as age anxiety where like uh, for example i'm 22 but i feel uh, this age anxiety where i have not achieved anything and like people my age have achieved so much uh like more than me and if you compare like because the world is global right now you can see instagram you can uh feel like many 20 year people are doing so much better in their life uh and have achieved like everything that they should uh is this all because of impatience or uh, what is your take on age anxiety no so i think what is happening is uh, th- th- there are multiple things that are taking place one is that the younger generation a has uh, access to more information that they ever had before right so as a result they have uh, ability to compare more than they ever had before now there are multiple things that ca- which happen with age one is that the brain doesn't completely develop till the age of 18 right so while you in your teens and even later past 18 your prefrontal cortex which is the logical part of the brain still is developing so which is why we make such silly mistakes when we are in our teens right when we do stupid things because that logical ability to reason hasn't actually been created by then um so as a result what is happening is that we we can't think things through so we are only uh, making choices based on emotions and feelings and what is the, the the social message that is coming out now by the age of 22 if you haven't done this done this done this what a loser you are yeah correct is a message that people put out because that is the way that they feel superior about themselves as well now the point is when we're talking about remember we were talking about success mm-hmm. and what success right. means to you mm-hmm. for many people success doesn't necessarily mean what the 22 year old did mm-hmm. that 22 year old probably in the process of doing that or whatever he has achieved um gave up his entire social life to do it in the process of doing that uh, probably developed a few psychological traumas along the way yeah. those are the things that you have to worry about right are you willing to give up that in order to get what that successful person mm-hmm. did see nothing comes for free 
everything has to be equated to this right and the way to think about it is not just age anxiety everybody has anxiety along the way right even a 40 year old has anxiety when he looks at his uh schoolmates who are now driving bmws but he's still driving a maruti zen right mm-hmm. so there is a that that anxiety takes place across the board mm-hmm. it comes to the point of where do you want your life to be and have you developed into the person that has the ability to have that life mm-hmm. now where does this what do i mean by this i keep telling people that you never have a salary problem mm-hmm. you always have a skill problem that means okay. that it is not a function that you're not getting paid enough mm-hmm. it means that you just don't know or don't have the right skills to be paid more so if you are constantly learning mm-hmm. obviously it's going to happen and okay. i think there's an element of patience that all, all of us need to learn we don't mm-hmm. learn patience nobody teaches us patience we're all t- taught instant gratification mm-hmm. and um, in fact in the book one important chapter is that instant gratification is the sign of a bad habit if you okay. want instant gratification for anything mm-hmm. it is a sign of a bad habit right and uh, so, this is good i can so for example i have a story two tequila like, for example if you want to uh, so so the idea is how long can you delay your gratification by so if you have 34 tequila shots on one night mm-hmm. right you'll be happy and partying but the next day you'll feel like crap mm. right because you had instant gratification delayed the 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 negative aspect of it or the bad the other way is for example with exercise you put the bad up front it's tiring it's horrible it's yucky to do but then you delay your gratification to two months from now where you'll feel much better you'll be muscular you'll be stronger so that is the way to start thinking about the habits yeah i i do agree with you so i had a story here uh, so in coffee you know there's something known as latte art so you pour hearts and rosettas on it, on on your coffee Uh, yeah. so making a heart looks very easy so i just went through one of the workshops and in the first attempt itself i was able to make a heart which was not entirely proper but very close to it uh, i was yeah. like i am the champ and this is so easy uh, close to 8 months or i can say more than one and a half years now after which i was not able to make it any day and still day i i i counted my cups so after 400 cups i was able to make the same type of heart so the instant gratification made me think that it's very easy and i could uh, achieve it easily but after which 400 cups took me and one more than two years to get a perfect latte art obviously with a lot of practice and a lot of things but yeah i do agree with uh, this stuff uh, but what has made people impatient like is it com- con- con- continuously comparing yourself with others or uh making uh like like we said uh the levels of success like buying a car buying a house uh, having this assets mean successful so uh what has made people impatient no like, so impatience has happened as a culture so for example look at the way that uh, um youtube video content has come has reduced right people used to watch 20 minute videos now they want to watch everything in 4 minutes 5 minutes correct the the viewing time has decreased so much the same thing with uh, the way that we want our amazon passes to be delivered right earlier on it used to take 5 days to deliver now we want it 2 days one day overnight delivery same day delivery right, right. we are just looking for everything to be our level of patience has reduced a simple way of doing it is say buy a buy a bar of chocolate mm-hmm. and put it in the fridge or put it in front of you and see how long you can not eat it for 
right okay. how long can you develop that patience mm-hmm. for right say that after if i don't need it for two weeks i'll buy two mm-hmm. chocolates for myself Oh, this is good. reward yourself in that but the idea is that teachers have that patience because uh, the big difference between the people that win and lose is is patience look at warren buffett right he keeps talking mm-hmm. about how one of his success formulas is just patience yeah he's not worried about what happens in the short run mm-hmm. it's all 20 years from now i will see my fortune right this is good uh this is good like i'm getting a lot of answers or a lot of things that i have had before and i'm not able to speak to anyone but yeah uh, just on a personal note uh, uh, what makes you exhausted like what makes me exhausted yeah i think way too much social media time okay and like See, uh, do you track it why social media scro- scrolling gets you exhausted is that our mind is not used to seeing so many faces and uh, and having so many thought processes now every time we swipe pressing to 3 people's faces our bodies immediately trying to associate all that it can and figure out who this person is so it's a very very exhausting task in fact when i'm doing this whole writing my book thing i've deleted instagram from my phone because i realized it was just taking away so much of my brain power in that process yeah uh, makes a lot of sense and on saturdays and sundays i make a plan to not uh, use the whole phone for more than 2 hours uh, so it fits hmm. more than 2 hours it will get automatically locked and you cannot use it any further this is good uh the last question that i have is so what uh, what is success for you like we talked about success artifacts and i just wanted to know your goals with awesome 180 was with the habit coach what success means to you so with the habit coach success is about getting as many um, what is the impact that that uh, habit coach is having on people see habit coach is one aspect of the things that we are doing mm-hmm. my goal for the business is to move people from a place of insecurity to a place of happiness and ultimately from happiness to a place of bliss now we are all living our lives in three four main insecurities financial insecurities emotional or mental insecurities and social mm-hmm. insecurities friends social right. peers right mm-hmm. then the next level is health mm. and then from health you can get into a state of happiness so the idea is how do you get people to move through these stages and the idea of the business is to get people through that and uh, my goal is to have about 10% of the human population pass through this these stages now the reason i've given myself a goal like that is because it's a, a goal that will constantly keep changing mm. right as the population grows so mm-hmm. it's a fun way of approaching yeah. your target setting that's good that's nice and i i'm sure that we can have a second part to this podcast because there are a lot of questions still that i have and i'll be having in future but yeah keeping it limited uh, we'll move to the last uh, segment which is the famous five where uh, i'll be telling you a question or something where you have to uh, answer them in a word or like maximum a sentence okay uh, some are like top 3 so you'll have you'll you can use to a sentence okay uh three of the most under, underrated habits underrated habits would be gratitude um hanging from a bar and um working as soon as you wake up in the morning doing your creative work right in the morning nice uh three of the most overrated habits waking up early mm. Mm. Uh, this is a nice question one minute ha huh? 
Yeah. Um, ah, having having badam soaked and all those seeds soaked right in the morning, and then what is the next one that I would say? Ah, no, 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 no. Hmm. I think brisk walks are completely stupid. You know those brisk mm-hmm. walking that people keep saying. I walk brisk walk, power walk. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's not the kind of walking that we should be doing. We should be very very slow walking. But everybody does brisk walking, which is actually quite stupid. Okay, uh, one of the best advice that you have ever received. Whenever you get into a new situation, you've been given a clear slate, a clean slate. You can draw whatever you want on it. You can be whoever you want. So the idea is that take every opportunity to. create the life that you want use every opportunity to to draw a new you that's good that's nice and one of the worst situations that uh, one of the worst advice that you have ever received i don't know i forget all the worst advices what would my worst advice hmm. i don't remember okay no clue I think, but like we have tons of worst advices that keep coming up. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell. I'll give you a nice one. Uh, the worst advice probably comes from our have a breakfast in the morning. So having cornflakes and milk and sugar and all of that mm-hmm. is a good morning breakfast is one of the worst advice ever. Hmm. I do agree with you completely. And the last one, uh, if there was if there was a rule in the world that you could change, what rule it would be? Define rule. I, do you mean law or do you mean uh, like, let's say law? How do you define your rule as a law? As a law, yeah. I genuinely have no idea. I think I maybe I think the the current marriage system needs to be. readdressed but apart from that i can't think of a law that needs to yeah. be changed but the marriage system for sure right now is not working for the kind of society that we're living in uh any and like why and um, if you would like to add and make it up more because the ori- because the original marriage system was de- designed for property exchange mm. and um, the whole concept of marrying for love and all of that mm-hmm. and the way that we currently approach marriage is a fairly recent phenomenon it's only a few centuries old Mm-hmm. but uh, marriages were started for kings and uh, emperors to transfer the property and lands down so it doesn't so it didn't deteriorate mm-hmm. and i think which is why the way that our current marriage systems are there from that point of view mm-hmm. so i think marriage is currently not something that you know as as the current generation should be thinking about in that context mm-hmm. or you know the way that we get into a marriage should be uh, at least relooked at mm-hmm. definitely and uh, i would say it was it was wonderful talking to you uh, i'm sure we can do some some time sometime like season 2 or like episode 2 of it with the same conversation and uh, i'm waiting to meet you in person and, and having a cup of coffee together and maybe Lovely. we could record it then 